0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio.
1: Welcome back. Now we turn to care that is provided through volunteers, and we're featuring a charity that's appealing for more volunteers. The Nanny Angel Network is the only organization of its kind in Canada. It provides free in home relief child care for people with cancer and those requiring palliative care and for families who need help during the bereavement period. Audrey Guth is a mother of four and a breast cancer survivor, and she's the founder and board chair. She started the charity after meeting parents who were struggling to find childcare while they went to receive treatment. The Angel Network needs volunteers who have patience, experience, and time to offer. And uh, that is the case for volunteer Corey Eisenberg. Ladies, uh, welcome to you both, and thanks for joining us.
0: Thank, Thank you for you. having us, Livia. I really appreciate being here today.
1: Okay, so tell us a bit about the Nanny Angel Network. How long has it been around, and, and uh, who are you looking for?
0: Very excited to share that this is our 10th anniversary. We um, operate our organization in the Greater Toronto area and soon to be Kingston, and we're looking for retired or uh, women who have time in their uh, lives to give about four hours a week to a mom who has cancer.
1: Okay. And what's involved in this? Uh, What kind of experience do they need to have? Do they need to uh, drive, for instance? Not
0: necessarily. We have families that you can reach by public transportation. However, right now we have a real need for Durham and mississauga and some of the outlying areas that uh, that young families live okay
1: and uh Corey, how long have you been volunteering and tell me about the kind of work that you do and some of the people that you've met okay um well
2: actually this is um i've been volunteering for Nan angel for about six months uh for a lovely uh family the mother um is a brilliant lawyer. She has stage 3 breast cancer. And um, apparently all the cancer is gone. She has two young children, a 2-year-old and a 6-year-old. And um, basically I've been providing uh, support. I go there on a weekly basis. I spend a few hours there. And uh, these children have been very well prepared by the parents. they have very well adjusted. And so basically I go there and I nurture their feelings, their interest, and... Play with them and really enjoy my time with them.
1: Audrey, you would think uh, a brilliant lawyer that uh, a, a mom who's a lawyer would be able to afford childcare, but I think one of the things that people don't realize uh, when you get ill is that it really takes a big, big chunk out of your income, even if you're somebody who is
0: pretty well off. Absolutely. I mean, that is probably not our typical family that we serve. However, cancer doesn't have a bank account. And cancer affects all families. It's stressful. It Moms who get that diagnosis, the first thing that goes through their head is, how am I going to deal with my children? How do I talk to my children about cancer? And because we are not just supervisory care, we actually have a program for children. We help the parents talk to their children about cancer. We help the children deal with their feelings about cancer and, and their feelings about their mother's illness.
1: And uh, is this a program who designed this program?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, when we started this program 10 years ago, I really thought the program was all about the moms and providing respite to the moms because we know that moms, if they don't have childcare, they're going to choose their children over their treatment. Even as uh, last Monday a mom called me with four children who was diagnosed in 2017, she still has not started her treatment because she has no one to support her and to care for her children. That's terrible. Yeah. It's really sad.
1: I'm going to give the numbers out again uh people feel free to call in if you want some more information uh if you think that you might want a gig doing a little bit of volunteer work the numbers to call 416-360-0740 toll free one 866 740 now is is this whole organization funded by donations
0: absolutely it's fantastic corporations who support us. It's individuals, it's foundations. You know, everyone is touched by cancer. I, <laughs> I don't have to tell you that. And it's it's when we tell people what we do, everyone always says to us, what do you mean? That's a choice. There isn't anything available. And we really don't have any
1: competition. We're the only
0: organization that has this kind of support for moms. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: in, in the introduction, we mentioned palliative care. How much do you help with that as well? we don't do death very well in this in
0: in this culture and moms and, or our families generally want to protect their children so they think by not talking about it not sharing they're uh, they're protecting their children but what we do know is the children who are allowed to grieve and uh, are given the answers in an age appropriate way fare much better so when we started out thinking that the nanny angel network was just about care for the moms, we've realized that our real impact is going to be helping children deal with grief and loss. The loss is the loss of a healthy mom. Their lives are turned upside down. They can't go to their classes or their after school programs because the mom isn't well enough to take them.
1: Uh, What have you found, Corey?
2: Um well in this situation I think I'm very fortunate because I said the parents have really prepared these children well so um I go there and they're happy they're you know they're very spirited and um Like I said, I nurture their interests. The six-year-old is crazy, but he's a basketball fanatic. So I play. They have a hoop set up in their home, and I play. I shoot baskets with him. He loves board games. I play board games. He loves computer games. The two-year-old is a child prodigy. She uh, she's making full sentences. She can identify letters of the alphabet. She's she's a little brilliant kid, and she loves books. She has a library of books, and when and she comes home from daycare, I read her whatever she wants, and. We have conversations, and it's fun, and it's very rewarding. It's very gratifying. Um, I love working with children. I was looking for a volunteer uh, position, and when I found out that this would be working with children, it was a win-win for me. And, it's you know, I feel that I've really been able to make a tangible impact on the family, and it's also very self-gratifying.
1: And do you have a background in working with children? Did you get any training before you went to do this?
2: Yes, I did receive training. I went through an orientation and um, I actually work with many children. I do language training for expats and uh, so often they come from abroad with their families and I provide language training to the children of all ages from two and up.
1: <laughs> hmm and how, how long is the training for your volunteers, and what does it consist of?
0: So we have uh, an orientation program, and we also have a full-day training in grief and bereavement by a, a woman who is a thanatologist, which is a specialist in death and dying. Children, all children who are faced with a, a, a mother's illness or a, an illness will ask four questions. Did I cause it? Can I cure it? Who's going to take care of me? And um, can I catch it? And those are the, the questions that we don't know how to answer unless we have training. So we teach our volunteers what the appropriate answer is. Most of the time, is the appropriate answer is, you know, it's a mystery, but kids need an answer because if they don't get an answer, they have magical thinking and they make up an answer that is much worse and a fantasy. I wanted to share with you, Olivia. one of our volunteers went to a home and uh, a little girl had just lost her mom. And she pulled out her mom's shoes and said to the volunteer, can you put my mom's shoes on? I think they'll fit you.
1: Oh, dear. Uh, I remember a number of years ago, a very young friend of mine died. Uh, She died at the age of 38. And at the time, her daughter was four years old. And Mm -hmm. it was a lot more formal because there was a social worker who used Mm -hmm. to come I don't know, once or twice a week in the lead up to this. And I remember there were these strange cartoons with the bear and the, you know, I don't know. So uh, that sounds like a very formal, very professional thing. Mm -hmm. We now
0: have a child life specialist, which is really groundbreaking for a community agency who works with every volunteer and every family. We do a care plan for that family determine what, that child, that individual child needs because children exhibit stress in different ways. Some children uh, regress. Some children are afraid to go to school because they don't want to leave their mom. And so we work with with, uh, kids with feelings. It's expressing feelings, letting them know it's safe to ask the hard
1: questions. Okay. We're going to take a quick break and we will be back with more on the Nanny Angel Network. Uh, I encourage you to call if you have questions, if you're interested in doing some volunteer work, if you have thoughts about this, the numbers to call four one six three six zero zero seven forty, toll free one eight six 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 seven forty four seven forty and we'll be right back. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Okay. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be back with more on the Nanny Angel Network. Uh, I encourage you to call if you have questions, if you're interested in doing some volunteer work, if you have thoughts about this, the numbers to call 416 360 toll-free 1-866-744-740, and we'll be right back.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Schneimer on Zoomer Radio.
1: Welcome back. Our theme today is care in honor of Valentine's Day, and I am here with the Nanny Angel Network. It's a charity that's looking for more volunteers. It provides care to moms with cancer who need some child care, also some palliative care. And I'm here with the founder, Audrey Guth, and volunteer, Corey Eisenberg. Corey, so do you only deal with the one family, and will you be moving on to other families?
2: Right now, I'm only uh, working with the one family, but I'm very interested in taking on a second family. Uh Yes, I I have my own business, so I do have some flexibility, and um, I'm looking for another volunteer opportunity. Yes.
1: And how many volunteers do you have? How
0: many are you looking for, Audrey? Right now we have about 68 active volunteers. However, we have 20 moms on the wait list, and it's really heartbreaking to know that these are families that really desperately need someone to come and bring some normalcy into the household and give the kids a chance just to be kids a little bit longer. So we'd love to invite anyone who's interested and has a few hours a week to give some time.
1: So, uh, you have 68. Does that mean you want 20 more volunteers? At least. Our goal for last year, we served
0: 91 families. This year, our goal is 120. And, of course, we're expanding to Kingston this summer, so we're starting fresh and looking for volunteers in Kingston. It's going to be uh, a big year for Nan.
1: What about, uh, you know, our audience, our callers come from all over the place in Ontario, a lot of smaller towns. Uh, What about in those places, and I would imagine that for people with cancer, they have to travel further to get their treatment to begin with. Yeah, it's
0: unfortunate that these great services are available only in big cities or big cancer centers. Um, It's my dream in my lifetime to bring this organization throughout North America. Actually, it's my dream to not have to use this or Mm -hmm. have this organization. That would be the bigger dream, but... uh, um, we we do the best we can with the resources that we have at the moment.
1: Uh huh. And is this a full time thing for you?
0: It is. I um, I transitioned last year from being a owner of an nanny agency and running an nanny agency for thirty years to doing this full time as a volunteer.
1: And uh, do you have hopes to transition to becoming a full time volunteer, Corey? Or uh, right now it's a it's a balance.
2: Uh, no, I'm uh, I'm uh, a long way off from retirement, really? <laughs> but, uh, but I do like to. Uh, I really enjoy volunteering. As I mentioned, I love working with kids, and um, I would like to um, have other volunteer opportunities.
1: What do you see besides this as as the biggest gap, the thing that would make it easier for the families that you're dealing with?
0: I think childcare is the. The families that we're dealing with, child care is their number one priority. Uh, number two is financial, of course, because cancer is a minimum of a year out of your life. Exactly. I, a minimum. You have to take, take that into consideration. So usually you can't work. Bills pile up. Um, and people can't afford child care. So... We have some nice partnerships with uh, um, some daycare centers who offer emergency spots for our moms, and um, a nice partnership with uh, one of the country inns that offers offers a respite holiday for making memories for for moms who are in uh, palliative care and want to create memories for their kids because the they, their biggest fear is that they'll be forgotten.
1: Uh, well, that's terrible! Yeah, you know, that they'll. What um, for the kids that you're dealing with? What have you found that the most important thing you've done for them is? You know, you've said let kids be kids and just play with them. Is that it, or is it being there to answer whatever question might pop into their heads? Yes,
2: yeah, so I honestly I haven't filled in many uh, challenging questions from them, but um, basically providing um, a safe atmosphere, comfort, and fun. Yeah. And when I'm there with them i'm I have their a full undivided attention it's uh, uh they're completely engaged and for two and a half hours, I don't look at my cell phone <laughs> and I really enjoy my time with them and like I said, we just play um board games basketball and um the six year old is very articulate he's brilliant like his parents and uh he's very insightful and um we have conversations, so it's playing, conversations, just fun, just enjoying that segment with
1: them. And did it take time to build that relationship, or right away were they open and responsive to you? Uh, you know what, I I would have to say it was almost
2: immediate. I was really surprised. I was really surprised. I was able to bond with them very, very quickly. Is that usual, Audrey? It's, it's interesting. They're so
0: different. Children are, children want to play, and they don't sit around and want to talk about sad things. So conversations will come up like, do you think my mom is going to die? And then can we go outside and play now? Yeah. So it's not a, a situation. You just have to be able to roll with it with children and, and be available for them. It's interesting. The moms are the ones that have the hardest time with the volunteers, and we've had moms who have come and just been in the same room for the first few times to make sure and they've never left their children with anyone before so this is the first time they have to trust and let go and realize that it's okay to ask for help and it's okay to say I need to rest and so that I can get well and take care of my children.
1: I, I would imagine that that is a big issue for a lot of people.
0: When you think about it and you have a two and a half year old there's no time off for I need to go have a nap so you have to be able to uh, take a rest because that's how you're going to get better. So how should people get in touch with you? The best way to get in touch with us is on our website. It's com, or uh, phone us, 416-730-0025. We, we'd love to talk to you about the Nanny Angel Network. Where we have other opportunities for volunteering besides care They can help us with our amazing gala that's coming up in May, and uh, or come in the office and do some uh, administrative work. We we welcome anyone who would like to come and help.
1: And Corey, I, I forgot to ask you how you first found the Nanny Angel Network. You know, I, at my gym, I was just started
2: talking to one of the staff workers, and I told her I was interested in doing volunteer work. She says, "Oh, have you ever heard of the Nanny Angel Network?" She goes, and she had she knew that someone had worked there, so.
1: I was, uh, I was thrilled,
2: yeah. Okay,
1: and so it thrilled. was a quick, uh, a quick match, I, and it worked out. Absolutely. I contacted
2: them, and then things happened quickly. And, um, and I think the match is important
0: because we match people with families. It's, it's like a marriage. They have to fit. It has to be the right location, the right experience, the right personality. Um, all our volunteers have first aid and CPR training, and so it's a match. So that we have success long term.
1: Mm -hmm. And how long does it generally take
0: you to match people? The match. Is, it does take time. It does take time to get a vulnerable sector police clearance, and uh, so that—that's the longest wait that we have to do because we have to make sure that uh, um, we can provide volunteers that have been screened properly, and that so that's why families can trust us and feel comfortable with the with the people that are in their own homes. And are
1: all the volunteers women, or do you have any men volunteering? You know,
0: because a mom is ill and usually not dressed, the comfort level of having a man in your home, a strange man, does not really, hasn't been accepted by our clientele. Not that we wouldn't love to have men. It's, it just hasn't been something that, uh, that families have been open to, unfortunately, because there are a lot of amazing male volunteers out there that we would love to recruit.
1: And how long does it take to get that?
0: police clearance depends on where you live can be a couple of weeks and in Toronto I think
1: it's a couple of months so it's a little bit of a a hold back about eight Eight weeks weeks. Wow okay Uh, we're uh, running out of time very quickly Corey what would you like to leave us with Um, I would say for anybody looking for
2: a very rewarding volunteer opportunity definitely call Nanny Angel Network Um, it's extremely gratifying and you'd be doing a wonderful service to families who are afflicted with
1: cancer. Okay, that's all the time we have. Thank you so much to Audrey Guth and Corey Eisenberg.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one.